What is going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Skidpad Podcast. And for this week, it's going to be about, ultimately, the 2022 Subaru BRZ. Finally, it's here. The redesign, all that good stuff. Uh, Super excited for it. Honestly, this is now my third time recording this episode just because, for clarity's sake, uh, first time, no SIM card. Awesome. Love it when I do that. Uh, second time, I didn't like how fucking clinical I was being about it, and I was trying to categorize it and all this other stupid... I wasn't really kind of letting it all out. So this time, we're going to let it out. This time, I'm, I'm, I'm not going to hold back. I'm going to absolutely give my honest, diehard opinion on it. And, I mean, from the jump, it looks... It looks awesome. Nothing wrong with it in my eyes as far as like the looks to it. I think it looks super sharp. I think the hips and the curves on it look fantastic. Um, This is the adult version that everyone was kind of waiting on, in my personal opinion. Like the, the headlights, the front fascia, the split behind the front tires, like it looks great. It's kind of like it almost looks like the front end of like a Porsche and then the the side profile of a BRZ and then so that mad weird BRZ and then the rear is like Jesus Christ. I've tried for like a solid 30 fucking minutes to try and figure out what this rear looks like. It's so hard to explain. It's almost like uh Lexus, Aston Martin, E, and then like part of me wants to say it's kind of like an Acura as well. I don't really, I can't pinpoint it, but it looks good. It looks kind of tone, especially for what BRZ is kind of going for, or excuse me, excuse, especially for what uh, Subaru is trying to go for. So it's much more adult. It's much more like refined curvy sort of thing it doesn't look like this tiny little thing out of japan which i mean it still is because supposedly this thing got lighter like i I, i'm on subaru's website right now and without spending forever trying to get like the actual uh you know the actual information up for you guys just because i'd be reading it and that'd be boring as fuck but it's it's lighter like the materials used are obviously not 2012 materials they're like going to be 2022 materials so it looks fire it's going to perform very very well and it's got a new engine now ultimately it's still a naturally aspirated engine which i'm going to put a pin in just for the moment but it's a 2.4 liter boxer engine so at least a remaining boxer for obvious reasons. No turbo though. And they upped the horsepower slightly. So now it's 228 and 184 torque out of a two liter, 2.4 liter boxer engine. Now, is that a bump in power? Yes. Is that a more linear curve? Sure. Does it need a turbo? Absolutely. 
absolutely. I don't understand in what form of context Subaru is thinking to not just put, like, entertain the idea of putting an FA20, you know, engine in it and just fucking and letting it ride and just fucking doing it that way because it's like this car is a sports car and i get the only reason why i think they're keeping it low in the horsepower range aside from all the bullshit of like oh we want people to stay connected with it and like and and enjoy the drive and blah 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 and it's not all about it's like yeah sure but you can still like connect with the road at like 250, right? Or 260. Like you see, you see fucking Nissan fucking 350Zs and 370Zs coming out with 330, 340 horsepower. I've yet to hear one person say, yeah, but I don't connect with the road. Like you can enjoy the road with a little bit more horsepower. And the only reason why I think they're not doing that is to kind of keep that hierarchy between the BRZ, the WRX, and then the STI, and then the S209. But that's 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 its own thing. We're not even going to talk about that. So with them keeping the horsepower low, it's kind of like you're you're kind of just getting a new frame, right? For the same heart and i mean that metaphorically like because it's not it's like a new engine obviously but the horsepower and the delivery of power is going to be the same so unless you're super super finite on it you're not really gonna notice it like in my personal opinion like you're at least i don't think like i've driven a couple of cars in similar fashion where it's like oh but this thing has that and that thing has it you don't you don't really know. Like the only way you can truly know is if one has a turbo and one doesn't, right? Or one's full bolt-ons and one's bone stock. So I I just I don't understand why they're keeping a turbo shy from this thing. Because you see all sorts of companies coming out with like, oh, we've got a new turbo kit for the BRZ and the FRS and the GT86 and blah blah blah. It's like there's more aftermarket attention on this car for the lifespan that it's had since a very, very, very long time. You talk body kits alone, this thing is up there. So I don't understand why Subaru is not even entertaining, you know, a force induction option. Even if it's a super like elite fucking one, just make it make it happen. Unless they're building it up to suddenly be like, once the once the oh watch oh if they do this I'm gonna be so pissed but I'm I'm gonna call it right now. The second WRX and SCI dies, BRZ is gonna come out with fucking like 300 plus horsepower turbocharged Boxer Four the whole thing, and everyone's gonna be like oh but where oh but the W it's like no this is you have to remain in your place. I'm convinced. I'm convinced. That's what it is. It, it only took me three tries in seven minutes and 40-ish seconds into this episode to know what the fuck's happening. So, okay. So, it's it's got basically no power. Um, it looks fantastic. The interior... Let me just pull up a picture of the interior. The interior looks 
about as good as you can expect it to be. Now, this does come with rear seats. Um, so there's that. Even though there's two seat, uh, two doors, excuse me. And the the renderings for the interior look sharp enough. Um, there's an integrated touchscreen, uh, manual for obvious reasons. You can go traction control on or off, and then traction control off track mode. So obviously they're kind of they're they're remaining in focus of sport car shit, which is good, I guess. Um, and then you can get automatic with paddle shifters for those who want it. And it's, you know, there, there's nothing really wild about it outside of that. I will say the steering wheel is strange to me because the rest of the interior is actually buttoned up pretty nicely, but then you have this super strange, uh, three spoke cheapo looking wheel that just doesn't it doesn't fit it does it's very odd it's kind of a sore subject in my mind because you have everything else that looks kind of decent and then this super odd thing just in front of you and the only thing connecting it in when you look at the whole picture is the air vents only because they're circle. And it's like, it's not enough. It's not enough to justify that kind of shape. Like, you're getting a BRZ. Get a flat bottom in there. Get, like, a decent grit. It, there's just so many other things that they could have done with the interior to make it a little bit better. And hopefully this is kind of them saying so in a way of, like, once it's released, you can get flat bottom steering wheel and stuff like that. But... Man, a full a one a three sixty style like circle wheel is just strange to me. Now, after seeing all the flat bottoms and loving the flat bottom, it's it doesn't make sense to do it. It just doesn't. Um. But oh, and then the instrument cluster. So first time ever that BRZ's uh, or I think Subaru in general is doing a uh, fully digital dash. So, yeah, digital instrument cluster. So, also kind of plain Jane. Um, it literally just looks like white, black, and red. Um, and the red is literally just for, like, emergency sort of over overdoing sort of warning signs, right? So, it's like revs, G meter is, if you go a little too far, I don't know how, but if you go a little too far, start hitting some red, all this other stuff. So I, it's kind of plain. It's not, it's not inspiring. It's not very sporty. It's very, it's very uh, analytical. Just seems like a whole bunch of data. Um, and it's similar in the light of like Porsche, but at least. Porsche's stuff is a little bit cleaner. Um, it th this is just a little too PlayStationy. Like you have a digital cluster, and then you have bars that take up literally. You have oil temp and your fuel gauge literally taking up a third of your entire cluster. 
it's like you could have you could have made it a little bit cleaner like you really could have but that's what's out there now um ultimately i i i love how it looks um interior is much to be desired um engine is good i guess plenty of room for build up and the aftermarket community will have their filthy way with it because it is such a canvas that you really can't go wrong with what is already available to the current brz so i'm sure it wouldn't take much to swap that over to this new platform as far as redesign and material usage and R&D and all that other stuff because it's pretty much the same car. Like, it's it's not this outrageous redesign. It's actually kind of mute in comparison. Um, but it looks good. It's a handsome update is basically what it is. And actually, with that, I'm going to go to my IG. You can follow me at Adam Pulverari. Because I did a poll, and we're going to see what the current numbers are. Whoa. Wow, this is very interesting. So, so far, very curious, actually. This is a really good response. Uh, so, we got, I said, basically 2022 BRZ, cop it or nope it? Three people said cop it. Let's see who they are. Yeah, not surprised. And... I'm not going to put anyone on blast. Nine people said no. And all of the no's are very much in it car people. Yep. Not one who isn't. So from the community, it seems, it seems that they're not, they're not stoked about it. Um, I don't think too many people are stoked about the original BRZ to begin with. Um, and the numbers show because I think I had it up somewhere. Oh, I deleted it. Rip. Uh, I think there was like only 40 something thousand sold BRZs in the United States from 2012 to 2020 currently. And it took literally a little over the year a little over a year, excuse me, of selling the WRX from 2016 to almost halfway through 2017 to reach the exact same number. So it's not exactly a super, you know, high selling vehicle for Subaru. Um, it seems more like a plaything, And I, I can also get why they're not going to put a ton of money into an engine and all that stuff just for it. I think it's more of a hand-me-down engine kind of platform um, just for the numbers that it rolls into because it's it doesn't produce a lot for Subaru. It's kind of just a staple of saying we have a sports car too. That's not a four-door sedan, right? So that's that's ultimately it. And honestly, this this feels the best out of the three, believe it or not. And uh, just gotta turn this heater on. This, yo, it's been getting fucking cold in Connecticut. Can I just say, Jesus Christ, it is freezing. I wake up at four in the fucking morning, and it's like barely thirty degrees out now. If I'm lucky, if we've like caught a slight 
glimpse of a fucking heat wave. It's 30 degrees. It's insane. Oh my God, it's so fucking cold. To dress like a goddamn Eskimo just in my own house. It's ridiculous. So, but back to the BRZ. Handsome car. Platform is going to be the same. Everyone's going to hate it until they get their hands on it and wide body it and slam it, and then they're going to love it. So, there's that. Now, here's a question I have regarding the 86. Because Toyota has yet to announce their rendition of their version, right? The twin, if you will. However, came across an article from Motor Trend, shout out, where it's no longer going to be called the GT86. And in fact, they're going to maybe potentially swap it over to the GR series. Now, the GR, just to break this down, uh, I'm not going to butcher the... uh, the name actually i'm gonna find it before i just start talking out of my ass nope can't even find it big rip so gr basically stands for something in toyota and uh it's off the or excuse me gr stands for something in in toyota it's like geizo racing or something like that and they're basic basing it off of the high-end performance levels for or performance trims of basically their Supra, Corolla uh, Hatch or something like that. They're going to have a GR Corolla or whatever, and then they're going to introduce this as a GR86. So looking at some of the hypothetical renderings, it has basically the front end of the Supra stitched into a similar looking body of the brz like there's a slight fin in the rear wheel now that kind of is reminiscent to the supra sort of split in the rear door it looks kind of interesting it's a little robotic off the jump but if they can pull off a super front end on an 86 that would be wild that would be absolutely insane uh something super out of nowhere um obviously it's all hypothetical i've yet to see anything come up where it's like this is what toyota is going to do with it so i'm very curious to see what um what they can pull off with it because they can either again go super twin and then just have it be what it is or they can kind of uh they can kind of be their own be independent which is not a bad thing either so that's basically it i just want to get that off my chest because i was like looking at this for the longest time and i've had a number of like different routes i wanted to go about it but now it's out there and i refuse to record for a fourth time so it is what it is all right hope you guys are having a great day and Want to see if I had anything else to say? No, not really. Got some things in the pipeline, as always, but um, uh, trying to get some interviews going with Zoom because I actually just figured out how to uh, kind of extract audio from a Zoom call and stuff like that. So I'm definitely looking forward to getting that out there for you guys regarding some more generalized topics because. Like in skid pad fashion, nothing goes according to plan. 
So with that, definitely going to do some more research, try to get some trial runs going. And then once we get a solid episode going, I'll be very excited to let you guys know about it. So with everything said, hope you have a great day. Thank you so much for tuning in to this week's episode of the Skidpad Podcast. Let me know what you guys think on the BRZ, whether it's the car itself, what you want to do to it, what you plan to do to it. Will you own one? You know what I mean? I'm curious. I'm curious to see who's actually out there, who's going to cop the first one. And if you guys are in my audience, that would be insane because then we have to we have to chat. We have to talk about it because that would be wild. But that's about it. Hope you have a great day. And I will talk to you guys next time. Peace.